At Corient, we provide wealth management services centered around you. That's how we got our name. Corient is the fusion of client and oriented, reflecting our dedication to placing you at the heart of every decision we make. Our goal is to exceed your expectations, simplify your life, and help you establish a legacy that lasts for generations. We've been helping high achievers like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 locations with extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Our teams put the power of our expertise into building you the custom wealth, investment, and family office solutions that can help you reach your holistic financial goals no matter how complex they may be. Speak with an advisor today at Corient.com. That's Corient.com. McDonald's presents Burger Reviews by Hamburglar. Today's review, the best ever Big Mac burger. Take it away, Hamburglar. Rubble, rubble. He said, there's more special sauce in every bite. Rubble, rubble. He said, rubble, rubble. Rubble, rubble. Rubble, rubble indeed, my friend. Try the juicier Big Mac and get 20% off any purchase of $10 or more. Only on the app. Comparison to prior classic burgers, limited time only at participating McDonald's. Valid once per day. Excludes tax. Must be opted into rewards. Welcome to Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky. Our hope is that you will be encouraged and equipped through this podcast as we have conversations with friends from around the world. You can subscribe to our podcast and go to our website, firebornministries.com, and sign up for our email list to stay up to date on Fireborn Ministries. And may you have your own Adventures in the Spirit. And now we hope you enjoy today's podcast. Thank you so very much for joining in to another adventure in the Holy Spirit. I'm your host, Jared Lasky. I want to encourage you guys. I've got a free PDF download called Three Secrets to Dialogue with a Wonderful and Amazing Holy Spirit. So please feel free to download that free PDF. Fireborn Ministries, we live to see Jesus awaken this generation to the power of the Holy Spirit. Acts 1.8, Acts chapter 2, verses 1-4, the Holy Spirit being poured out and through the podcast adventures through our uh, subscription podcast powered living and just even people over the phone and through zooms and amazing things but guys i'm so excited for my very special guest today jim hockaday ministries he travels in churches and at home around even abroad around the world he was the coordinator of prayer and healing school for kenneth hagan ministries for about 10 years he's the author of several books and he's got one called until i come and he encourages believers like you and me to do what Jesus did. His quote is, the miraculous is a necessity, so expect the impossible. So guys, I'm excited to welcome Jim Hockaday to Adventures in the Spirit. Welcome, Jim. Hey, Brother Jared. Good to be with you and good to be with your audience. This is going to be a fun time. I'm looking forward to it. Going to your webpage even and seeing what God has you doing in life. And, and ministry is phenomenal. How did you get into the ministry? How did you get even into working uh, in miracles for the glory of God? Well, that's a good question. And especially with my background being that I was raised in a denominational church that actually preached against the miraculous and preached against speaking in other tongues and being filled with the Spirit. Our uh, way of thinking was that God can, but we're not sure if He will. So, of course, we did the proverbial, you know, every prayer was laced with, if it be thy will. 
So there was really no faith and no no uh, results in our lives really at all. Yet we were wonderful people who loved the Lord and certainly preached a gospel message of salvation. So that's my background for 23 years. Went to Wheaton College, uh, which is an evangelical school. That's where Billy Graham went years ago, you know, and, and uh, had uh, great experiences there that kind of opened my eyes maybe to some other things. Because when you grow up maybe a little bit sheltered in a particular mindset, you think that's all there is. And so one step left led to the next, uh, traveled in some ministry groups singing, and then got associated with people that were filled with the Holy Spirit, realized that they weren't weird, you know, that they were actually awesome people, you know. And uh, just so my misconceptions were starting to dwindle as I just began to grow. And one step after another, I uh, got filled with the Holy Ghost, ended up out at Rama Bible Training Center in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, was just planning on going to a couple years of school there. And before I was done, I was hired into the Ramus Singers and Band, which is the crusade team for Brother Hagen back in the day. I traveled with them for seven years and was with Brother Hagen and all those big crusades. I mean, that's back in the heyday where we'd have 20,000 people registered for camp meeting and at least 10,000 plus people every night, you know, and so we're ministering in that, in that type of an atmosphere. And one step after another, Jared, I mean, God just kind of started moving me toward the miracle ministry. I mean, I still remember the night Brother Hagen, you know, was so full of the Holy Ghost on the platform. He was actually starting to uh, not be able to walk because the anointing just kind of went down into his legs. And he just said, you know, I'm going to have to have some of you young folks help me to minister to the people tonight. And he laid hands on my hands and told me to go down and lay hands on the people. And I mean, we probably ministered to around 2,000 people that night. And when he touched my hands, I felt the power of God. I mean, to me, it was brand new. It wasn't something I knew, but I felt something go into my hands. And as I ministered to the people, I could feel that power coming out of my hands going into the people. And what a way to radically change my perspective instantly to what God can and wants to do. And then one step after another, I just got into the miracle ministry. The Hagans asked me to do prayer and healing school back at the, at the ministry there, which means for the next 10 years, I was preaching somewhere around 500 times a year wow. uh, in prayer school and healing school. It's kind of an insane schedule, traveling and preaching uh, multiple times that week. And you know, when you preach that much and you're in that kind of atmosphere that much, sooner or later, you kind of stumble over some things. And God begins to wake you up to how to release the power of God on purpose. Because until you can do it, in other words, until you can see a miracle on purpose, you know, it's not going to really cut it just to wonder whether if this is the time or not. And that's something that the work of Christ and the finished work of Christ gives us the confidence for. And that is what Jesus already paid the price for is available for us right now here today. No, oh, I love that so much. In the miracle ministry, what did God start doing in you and through you? Like, what was one of your first miracles that you saw God do through you? Well, when I was on the road with Brother Hagen, we were down in Austin, Texas, and there was about, oh, 3,000 people in attendance. And he had some people up there that had problems with their hips and with their legs where one leg was short over the other. And of course, sometimes that's just a matter of an adjustment like a chiropractor would give you an adjustment. In other words, the hip and the bones begin to shift and that leg comes into normal, a normal alignment. Other times the legs actually shorter and that leg bone and everything needs to grow out. So he looked at me and said, Jim, you can do this. 
course, this was a funny story. I it was my first time to do anything, and I said, "Me?" He goes, "Yeah, you." He said, "Get down there and look and, and check that lady's legs out." So, I took her legs and brought them up, and of course, they were. I don't know. Let's see how I can do this. Turn sideways. They were about two inches off. You know that was different. And so he said, and just real nicely, he tapped me on the shoulder and said, "Just tell that leg to grow out in Jesus' name." Well, I'm from New York. You know, I was born and raised in New York, Western New York, not the city. And, but but any New Yorker is kind of loud. You know what I mean? When I toot my horn, I usually lay it on pretty good. You know, that's just how we were back in the day, you know. So when he said, be real, I mean, just so nicely to me, I, I, I didn't really put my heart into it. I just looked at that leg and I said, now I command you to come out in Jesus' name. And Brother Hagen looked at me and he tapped me on the shoulder and said, how'd we do? And I said, well, we didn't do very good at all. It didn't move. And he hit me this time instead of tapping me. And he said, I said... Tell it to come out in Jesus' name. Well, Jared, that's my language now. So, I mean, he was speaking my language then. So I just turned it loose like I would. I just said, come out in Jesus' name, just like that. And that leg shot out further than the other one. He tapped me and he said, how'd we do this time? I said, well, we overshot it by a couple of inches. And he looked at me and he started, he just was startled. He said, what? And I watched that lady's leg start shaking like this, and it just came right back perfectly into a line. I pulled on his coattail, and I said, hey, Dad, it's perfect. It's just right. So with that kind of introduction into seeing God do a miracle, brother, I'm surprised he ever used me again. But he did, and then they asked me to do the prayer and healing school, and that's where I'm all on my own now. Brother Hagen's not there. When he asked me to do it, I said, are you going to help me? He said, no, I'm not going to help you. And I said, well, why wouldn't you help me? He said, I learned it on my own. You, you learn it on your own. Well, Jared, just real short, I'll say this. For the first three months of me being there, we pretty much buried almost everybody we prayed for. I mean, no one got healed. We had maybe three or four people getting healed, and we didn't know how they got healed, so you can't duplicate that. So we had horrible results. And actually, it had been like that for some time, where people were not contending. They were just teaching the people, but they weren't healing the people. You know, Jesus said, heal the sick, cleanse the leper, raise the dead. He didn't just say, teach the people about healing. Right. He said, you, in other words, the inference was, you heal the sick, you cleanse the leper, you raise the dead. And someone would say, well, me. But remember over there in Matthew 10, Jesus gave them power. He said, freely you've received this power, now freely give it. So what he was really saying was, with this power, you heal the sick. With this power, you raise the dead. With this power, you cleanse the leper. So then what would be the most important part of that revelation? Well, if you remember over in Acts chapter 3, Peter and John were entering into the temple at the hour of prayer, and there sat a man laying by the side who'd been impotent in his feet or paralyzed in his feet from his mother's womb. Whom Peter and John, when they saw him, said, look at us. And the man, giving his attention to, to Peter, expecting to receive, Peter said, such as I have, give I thee. So notice what Peter's revelation was. It came from Matthew 10, when Jesus said, you freely receive this, now freely give it. He said, such as I have, give I you. So Jared, we have to know what we have. And it took me those three months of seeing a lack of results for the hunger to build in my heart where I just laid my life down before Jesus. And I said, Lord, I'm, I'm the trouble here. 
not the people. If you can fix me, you can fix healing school. And he began to pour into me revelation concerning who I was and what he would do. And now we no longer then approach the people by saying, we're going to believe with you to be healed. We No, we cut that out. We said, in the name of Jesus, I'm going to put something into you that's going to raise you up and you're going to jump out of that chair healed and whole. See, everything changed because the more I knew I had something, now the bolder I became in delivering it. And that's when things changed. Wow. And so then you started teaching people how to release miracles. That was actually kind of intriguing to me when you said releasing miracles. What are some of the principles the Holy Spirit showed you to release healing and miracles? Let me just give a real tiny little background to this to say, depending on what you've heard, what we heard was a lot of teaching and a lot of people talking about you have to be a specific ministry gifting. Right the prophet, the apostle, or the evangelist, because somehow or another the pastor was exempt and so was the teacher exempt from doing any miracles. In other words, we became so intricate in trying to figure everything out that we said the apostle, he has miracles, the prophet has miracles, the evangelist has miracles, the pastor has administrations, and the teacher has revelation or or, you know, the ability to, to demo or to uh, articulate the word. Well, in doing so, Jared, we take away from the people the right to see healings and miracles. Mm. Jesus didn't say in the Great Commission, if you stand in the office of a prophet with the gifting of the prophet as the Holy Spirit wills, then you will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. He just said to the believer, you'll lay hands on the sick and you will recover, which means every believer is supposed to expect that every time they lay hands on a sick person, they will become well. But Jesus never qualified them or disqualified them by being a ministry position, having a special anointing, or whether or not the gifts of the Spirit were in manifestation. Jared, as you know, the whole revelation of the gifts of the Spirit did not come into play until 1 Corinthians in chapter 12 with the Apostle Paul. Isn't that correct? Yep. Which is very interesting because when Jesus gave power to the disciples, he didn't say, but now as the Spirit wills, you'll be able to use this power. See, that that understanding came in later with the Apostle Paul when he was dealing with church people who were praying in other tongues when there were new people coming that didn't understand what was going on. So he tried to give them some basic understanding of how to operate in a service that said it would be better for you to speak under the inspiration of the Holy Ghost in a known language that people would understand. For it's as the Spirit wills. And what he was meaning by that is, Pay attention to the Holy Ghost. He'll help you to connect with the people in the best way. He wasn't trying to tell us that sometimes God heals and sometimes he doesn't, or you may have the anointing or you may not. And so just really simply, Jared, I began to take what God shared with me, and I just began to then give it to the people, people that were around me. And to a certain degree, depending on how they applied themselves, they just began to work in the miraculous too. They started seeing all kinds of people getting touched and healed and set free. Wow, that's amazing. Do you want the power of God to be evident in your life? 
Do you need to receive the baptism with the Holy Spirit? Are you curious about the spiritual gift of speaking in tongues? And do you want it in your life? My wife and I have a free e-course available for you called The Baptism with the Holy Spirit, where you will learn the biblical truth and spiritual reality of the baptism with the Holy Spirit. And you'll hear true stories of how people received the promised gift. The videos in this e-course will expand your knowledge and understanding of the Holy Spirit baptism. You'll be drawn closer in relationship with the Holy Spirit and receive prayer and activation into the baptism with the Holy Spirit. You can also go through it with a small group of friends, a church class, or a discipleship group. You could download the accompanying PDF for each lesson and apply the principles to your life and take the action steps. Your faith will grow as you read the scriptures, watch the videos, and participate in the activation. The gift is for you. The gift is for today. The gift is to empower your spiritual life. We know that you will finish this course with the divine empowerment that comes through the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So start your journey today. Go to charismacourses.com slash collections and click on Jared Lasky and enroll in the baptism of the Holy Spirit e-course. Now I know that's a big, big explanation. I'm kind of sorry I went into the detail, but it's really important that we hear that because Jesus never limited anybody in their understanding of what he expected them to accomplish. Right. And I mean, you're, you're speaking my language, the vocabulary that I use for the kingdom of God. Jesus said, heal this sick. He didn't say, you know, ask if it be God's will that this person be healed. He said, go heal the sick, cleanse the leper, raise the dead, cast out demons. I mean, it's, it's an imperative. It's, should I use the word command? You know, we're, we're, no, it too, is. we're too, we're commanded to go do these things for the right. glory of God. So what are some miracles that you've seen take place since then and, and even maybe more recently in your ministry? Well, I mean, just recently we had a really, well, we've been seeing all kinds of wonderful things happening, but even just recently on the phone, a woman, I was made aware of a woman that was like 38 years of age. She had a six-year-old son, and so she was a single parent. And she was, her body full of cancer. In fact, when she read me all the logistics of it, you know, her cancer metastasized and, and she had a double mastectomy. It went into her lymph nodes. She was literally lost her hair, lost her weight, lost her independence, lost all hope. Went to MD Anderson. They looked at her for just a brief moment and said, you need to go home and get your house in order because you're going to die. There's absolutely no hope. This is terminal and walked out, closed the door. Well, I heard about her and the lady that, talked about her. I I asked her, I said, well, give me your phone number. I'll call her. And I called this lady. And as I started to share with her the good news of Jesus and his wonderful healing message and the victory that we have through the death, burial, and resurrection, in other words, the finished work of Christ, that that is available for her right here and right now, I began to describe the life of God eternal life. He came to give us life and life more abundantly. And I, I told her, I said, life The life of God is the absolute life of God. And I said, what I mean by that is if you were to study absolute cold, you would find out that it's actually hundreds of degrees below zero. We're not talking about you would go into absolute cold and you could be warm for maybe two or three seconds. No, instantaneously, if warmth touches absolute cold, it literally changes to complete freezing or cold. And I said, that's how extreme the life of God is, which means God's life is 100% absolute and it's living in you, which means if a cancer comes in contact with absolute life, it literally dies. 
There's no way for it to live. And right in the middle of a sentence, Jared, this is why I'm thankful that you're doing what you're doing and talking about the Holy Spirit, because I believe what God's doing in this last day is he's bringing us back to the tangible relationship with the Holy Ghost, where we begin to walk and talk and minister and and experience the power of God through the spontaneous relationship with the Holy Spirit. Right in the middle of my sentence, I stopped as the starburst of God fell in my office. And I said, right there, ma'am, you just received your healing. Did you feel that? And she writes a testimony that came back and said, yes, I did feel that. There was a warmth that went down into my body, down into my arm where those active lymph nodes were full of cancer. It dropped me to my knees. I instantly raised my hands and began to praise God. My dog, who never barks, the moment this man said, did you feel that, began to bark. He sensed that there was something there. And then, of course, she gives me the rest of the story, long to be short, that They checked her out, and every cancer cell died in her body. She's completely free of cancer, gaining strength every day. And this is just how God the Holy Ghost wants to help us. And Jared, I'm in Minnesota just the other day at Mack and Lynn Hammond's church, and I'm preaching right in the middle of saying something. Boom, the Holy Ghost just arrested me. I stopped. I turned around. I said, someone's ankle was just healed right here in this room. A lady in the second row had a tumor on her ankle and couldn't walk normal, and the tumor disappeared instantly, and she jumped up, started jumping up and down on that ankle, was completely healed. So I am starting to see and and actually having more fun now in ministry than ever before because the tangibility of Christ is something that I'm preaching on all the time especially in my YouTube videos called Adventures in Grace, just like you have your channel, Adventures in the Spirit, is to to tell everybody that God should be real in your life. And the more real he is, the easier it is to operate in faith and see the miraculous. So we've just been seeing cancer disappear, gross disappearing. We've seen all kinds of bone on bone, people ready for surgery, instantly healed, running around the room, set free. We've begun to see neurological things take place. People that that had numbness in parts of their body all of a sudden received all their feeling back. So it's been very, very fun to watch God do what he does. Oh, I, I love it that you're saying it's a lot of fun because I'm having way too much fun doing what he has me doing with the media ministry, seeing people receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit remotely over the phone, you know, doing the videos, e-courses and things like that. Got a question. What would you say to someone? Uh, I've got someone commenting on YouTube. And they're frustrated as they've been asking for the baptism of the Spirit with a spiritual prayer language, but they haven't received it in, they're saying, 19 years. What would you say to encourage them to receive? Well, first things first, you know, I I think uh, when it comes to a prayer language and someone gets stuck, they get stuck more on yielding to the utterance that the Holy Spirit gives them than really anything else. In other words, in Acts chapter 2, 4, it says, you know, uh, when the Spirit of God suddenly came into the room, it says the Holy Ghost filled them, and they began to speak as the Spirit gave them utterance. Well, then the first question is, who did the speaking? And people want to say, well, it's the Holy Spirit. Well, no, actually, it says they spoke as the Spirit gave them utterance. I had a guy one time, I laid hands on the power of God, I could tell came upon him right then, right there. And I said, well, sir, I said, you can go ahead and speak right now. The Holy Ghost is there. He said, well, I just want to see it. I said, you, you want to you wanna what? 
He said, I just want to see those words. And I said, do you know that would be a greater miracle than just going ahead and speaking? I said, if I were to put, put before you the Chinese language, do you think you could speak it? And he said, well, no. I said, well, you're not going to be able to speak uh, praying in other tongues by seeing it written out on a piece of paper. Hmm. I said, just yield your tongue to the Holy Spirit. And the number one area that I find that people struggle is in their ability to yield to the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And so what I would recommend for this woman, I can see the notes up here for this lady called Mary. You know what I would recommend to you? I'm going to pray right now. The Holy Ghost is going to come upon you. I have no doubt whatsoever in my mind, as, as sure as the sun is up right now and it'll go down at night, I'm as confident that the Holy Ghost will come upon you. And when I pray, I'm going to lift my voice and begin to speak in other tongues as the Spirit of God gives me utterance. You just jump in with me, get your head out of the way, and forget about what it sounds like, and just go ahead and yield your tongue to the Spirit. And that's just how simple it is. So, Father, I give you praise right now that the Holy Ghost is with Mary right now. In fact, the Spirit of God is ministering to her husband setting him free right now in the name of Jesus. I can feel that power in my hands. And I release this woman, Mary, for her tongue to speak and command the Spirit of God to fall on her in the name of Jesus. And Mary, I command you, be filled with the Holy Ghost. And it's as simple as lifting up your tongue. For there is a prophet to you in speaking in other tongues. And there is a manifest presence of God for you right now to lift up your voice and give him praise in an unknown language. Let it be the Holy Ghost and let it be the Lord in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, have your way. For anybody else, receive the fire of God right now in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus, heal an ankle right now in Jesus' name. There you go. You're healing an ankle right now for someone listening in in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit. Someone with a rotator cuff issue, start moving that in Jesus' name. Real simple. Pastor Jim, what is what is what is God doing in you through through you right now in Jesus' yeah, name? Well, there's someone with, with gallbladder and, and you're being healed, and all that acid reflux will stop right here, right now. <laughs> Glory to God. There's someone else's heart that's being touched, and the valves are opening, and you'll go run right back. Jesus said to those lepers, Go show yourself to the priest. The same thing as me saying to you, run right back to the doctor and have him test you again and watch and find out that your heart. And the way that it actually beats is stronger than it's ever beaten in years. And you're completely and wonderfully healed. God's touching people all over the place in the wonderful name of Jesus. You know, we preachers to someone who doesn't understand look like we're just nuts. But the real truth of the matter is, if you'll just test it out and see what we're saying, you'll find out that God's actually doing exactly what we're talking about. We're just being yielded to him. For him to use us. And I thank you, Lord, for touching people now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Awesome. The Holy Spirit, Pastor Jim, what is the best way for people to get a hold of you for more information or even get your book, Until I Come? I haven't been able to get my hands on a copy of it, but I know it's full of the Lord. It's full of the power of the Holy Spirit. 
Well, the, the book Until I Come is all about every believer can do the works of Jesus. And so we're just sharing some wonderful thoughts there. And we've got some other good material as well. But very simply, just go to jimhockaday.com. That's our website. And of course, our email is something that when you get your testimony, we'd love to hear just so that we can continue to share wonderful truths. Jared, I don't know if you know this, but the Lord sent us to Colorado here, Castle Rock, to start a healing ministry. So we've started a ministry called Healing by Design Healing Center. It's in its infancy. We're just meeting in a hotel. We, we actually are on tonight, uh, tomorrow, and uh, Thursday, and then also next week. We're doing two weeks out of every month, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. But as we end up getting a building, this is a really cool vision the Lord gave me, and that is... We're going to attach a laboratory to the healing center so that we yes. can prove every single healing. Stick those up on social media and let the world see that Jesus is actually doing these things, that this isn't just some preacher stretching the truth, that he's actually healing the sick, cleansing the leper, and raising the dead. So we're very excited about what the Lord's doing, but you can go to the, the website. You've got it up right now, and uh, people can look and see that there's some wonderful material there. Awesome. Thank you so very much for being on Adventures in the Spirit. I want to encourage everybody, go to jimhockaday.com. That website is on the screen right now for you. Go to jimhockaday.com. And I'm looking forward to visiting your fellowship and capturing some of that on myself. So I'm excited for that. Let, let me just say to the people, hey, every, everybody, you need to just let everybody know what Brother Jared is doing on this program, Adventures in the Spirit. Get the word out. Get people to watch constantly because what he's doing is he's opening people's hearts to what's actually available for them that's been shut down for so many years. God's really wanting to move by his spirit, and this man's doing a wonderful job. And I just I just put my approval on what you're doing, Jared. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, thank you so very much. That's an honor that he said that. So guys, subscribe and share Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky, available on all podcast yes. platforms. Text it, tweet it, post it, share it with your friends, and believe that they will receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit as they listen in to my interview with my new friend, Jim Hockaday. So much for listening to our conversation and adventures in the spirit. We hope that this podcast encouraged and inspired you to press into Jesus and launches you into your own adventure. You can stay up to date with Fireborn Ministries by going to our website, firebornministries.com and like us on Facebook. And may you have your own adventures in the spirit.